Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Lining, and Todd Griffin. You know, one of the one of the main rules in radio that I've been in for years is that you don't talk about your warts, so to speak. So we just did two and a half minutes of riffing, and I forgot to hit the go live button. So we've been talking to ourselves. Now we're out on the web. So yeah. well, I was looking. If you noticed, I was distracted because I was checking, I was refreshing my Facebook app over and over again, waiting for it, and uh, wasn't happening. So I was getting ready to. It never came. Intervene. Well, I have all these little things up here showing where we're broadcasting out to. And I was getting warning messages on the Facebook. Like you need to go live before seven Oh nine. I'm like, I am live. Ah. Apparently I'm not. So welcome to you all. Finally, I guess we've been talking to ourselves for a while, but welcome to episode 33 of the play by your podcast. Todd Griffin. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Brady Liming. Welcome to you as well. Hello. Hello. All right, very quickly, since we have wasted two and a half minutes of everyone's time, let's go through the housekeeping duties very quickly. On audio, you can find us on anchor.fm backslash play it by your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app, and most anywhere you can find your podcasts. On video, some of you are currently watching us on YouTube. We are broadcasting live there right now, but you can search out our channel, play it by your podcast. And follow our channel. You can get notified whenever we go live on uh, social media. Most of you are watching us on Facebook at our uh, Facebook page at Play By Your Podcast. Twitter, we're also broadcasting live there as well through the Periscope app at Play By Your Pod 2. And on Instagram, you can find us at Play By Your Podcast with underscores between all those words. We're also broadcasting live to Twitch, which I need to add to our social media. Twitch. Twitch. Ah, rock. Twitch, Twitch. <clears throat> interact through email at uh, our address is play by your podcast 2020 at gmail.com also to leave a voice message there's a link at your podcast provider uh, please click on that we'll uh, put your voice message into our show we haven't had one of those in a while we keep saying that no, keep, yeah and uh if you would like to hat in hand, here's my hat in hand message. Uh, want to support what we do financially? Go to anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast backslash support. And uh, you can help us defray some of our expenses. Hat in hand is better than what the uh, one guy had in his hand during the Zoom meeting. I saw <laughs> how news, so Yes, you guys keep, keep your hands in plain sight. Please. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome again. To my co-host, welcome to all. Uh, we're now up to 10 viewers on Ooh. our various outlets. So welcome to all of you as well. As always, uh, we can uh, see your comments and uh, we welcome your comments. You add to what we do here, I, I believe. And we've been talking about this amongst ourselves. I believe the show has been um, had a uh, new life invigorated into it because of people interacting with us during our, our uh, podcast here. So please do so. And uh, we'll bring you in on the on the discussion. So with that, Mr. Griffin, let me. Gee, not, no. not weird festivals around the world. 
You do have the first topic, though. So go for it. How about we talk about some disgusting jobs tonight? It is, uh, it is my duty tonight to bring a, a list. We've kind of uh, adapted, adopted a, a new format of late where we do uh, a list, a game, and a, and a general topic. So I am list man tonight. And I thought we could talk about the 10 most disgusting jobs in the world, according to this list. I'm sure there are other ones that did not make the list. So without further ado. So who Todd, paid me? I- oh, this is just from a, uh, a cr- website called careeraddict.com. All righty. Uh, Can I but throw I did- out a disclaimer? Yeah. Um, we are not disparaging anybody's job. Um, this is just a list of disgusting jobs for obvious reasons, which you are going to hear and see. So if you happen to be a purveyor of one of these jobs, this is not an insult. This is actually a tip of the cap and raising our glass to you, because if you could do this, you're a better man than I am. Yeah, definitely. Good, good disclaimer. Uh, I will say though, I, I looked at a couple different lists for the same topic and a lot of these cross referenced, you know, so, um, I think these will be pretty pretty safe to say they're on most lists. So number 10, uh, let's get right into it. P collector, P-E-E collector, not P-E-A. <laughs> P-E-A collector. That's... Yes. It says if you've ever watched Jurassic Park 3, you probably cringed a little bit when you realized just how young Eric came to collect T-Rex pee while stranded on Isla Sorna. I say a little bit because deep down you knew it was just a movie and therefore totally fictional. That said, however, pee collector is a very real, albeit very gross job, and there are many areas you can specialize in. Uh, Orangutan pee collectors. For example, lay down large plastic sheets or attach plastic bags to poles in hopes of catching adequate ape urine samples to study the factors (laughs) that affect their reproduction. Uh, okay now wait you 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 have to set up p traps in the hope yes. that they pee in a certain place I, i'm assuming yes like little like pee funnels well the first thing that comes to my mind if they're wanting to study their reproductive habits i don't know about you guys but if somebody was trying to collect my pee i think that would affect my reproductive habits <laughs> yeah i Ugh. i'm not sure i'm not sure i it seems weird that the animals that they picked for this, this particular job. I mean, I don't know if orangutan pea collector is a, like a sought after job in the pea collecting market <laughs> or in the pea collecting profession. Uh, deer urine farmers, on the other hand, are tasked with collecting and selling Bambi's urine to deer hunters who then use the scent to attract other deer and bam loin of venison with broccoli and uh, uh, puree red wine sauce. I have heard of deer. I do know the hunters use deer urine. Right. Right. So Is it now, expensive? I don't. It's it's under a buck. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> okay, we didn't talk about that before. <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Chrissy Wilson in the house, right out of the gate. Right out of the <laughs> gate, joke. we're bringing the A game. Uh, so, do I have a question for hunters? I am not a hunter. Um, I've hunted, I'm, I'm, I've hunted, but I am not a hunter. Uh, Do other, other, uh, varmints that people hunt where you, you use urine to attract them? Like, do you, if do they have, do you squirrel pee or rabbit pee or quail pee? (laughs) I mean, 
Uh. That's nice, Josh. That's nice. <laughs> and and he corrected himself, didn't he? Not old old dear P as in the beginning of your letter. It's D E D R P. <laughs> yeah, my dearest P. Um, I, just, I don't know that. I don't know if they have other. I don't know if they have other ways. Of, you know, do other animals are they attracted to the scent of their? Uh, of the urine. So I don't know that any Wait. hunters, could you please fill us in on that? How different are we as humans? Because like, if we are in the dating or courting a mate, we hope they don't smell like pee, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, some pee and I'm thinking like, uh, musk pee. I mean, isn't that like a, like a perfume of some sort? Um, <laughs> I don't know that musk. Musk is comes from a gland. Yeah, I don't know that it's pee. I'm sure there's some musk in pee. <laughs> and, my, and some pee in musk, for that matter. <laughs> it's a lovely musk you're wearing. What it is it? Pee. Urine. Orangutan pee. Urine A. All right, number nine. If you're nasty. Manure inspector. The, the job <laughs> well, you, of a... Well, you, uh, yep, that's manure. It's manure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, the, the job of a manure ahead. inspector is pretty straightforward. <laughs> they are tasked with collecting farm animal poop and testing the samples to make sure they are free from contaminants so that any harmful materials do not spread to infect vegetation, animals, or consumers like you and me. It's a SH asterisk TTY job. But someone's got to do it. Well, I'm but confused. About, about what? Isn't, uh, isn't a manure contaminated by nature? They said, like, to make sure that the manure does not contaminate vegetation. Isn't that what we put on vegetables to get them to grow? <laughs> Good point. I don't know. In Is manure only used, uh, like, you know, oh, that's cow manure or horse manure. Nobody ever says, oh, man, I had a huge manure last night. Is it true? It, and they don't, is it you not don't applicable to humans. And you don't step in dog manure. <laughs> it's a fun word. Yeah. Or man, the baby last night, lactose intolerant, the formula changed. Man, that diaper was full of manure. That is just a sentence you don't hear. Yeah. Going back to the orangutan, you never hear anybody say, Boy, they're going ape manure. <laughs> <laughs> I uh Joe brought up a, a good point about Carp in the mud vein. Yeah. <laughs> and they're about their pee. So I have a question. Yes. Now, if I am starting a business, and, and I, I like to think of myself as business minded sometimes. I've are I've, you an entrepreneur? I've had my own <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I could be. I've had my own business and I've uh, you know, so I still think that way sometimes. But if I am going to be a person who high, who starts a business collecting pee, I think that I'm gonna go ahead and have them check the manure while they're there and they could kill two birds with one stone. I can't imagine you have one without the other very often. <laughs> so while you're there sampling the manure, couldn't you just go ahead and inspect the pee while you're at it? <laughs> no, Trot out no, the you sample the pee and collect the manure, right? No, no, it's you, you inspect, you inspect the manure and collect the pee. So, okay. So one hand you have a prod and the other hand you have a scoop and uh, a prod again. You, you <laughs> one hand you have a toothpick. The other you, have, you have a toothpick in one hand and a uh, a wooden spoon in the other. I don't I don't know, but it just seems like it would make more sense to 
uh, merge those two businesses and you can make the monies. There we go. Yes. All right. Wow. Are we ready for number eight? Go ahead. Barnyard <laughs> pleasure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> barnyard uh, masturbator. <laughs> oh, I see where this is yes. going. Yes, sound it out. <laughs> if you. If you love animals, you might consider becoming a dog walker, zookeeper, or even a marine animal trainer. The last job that will come to mind, though, is <laughs> barnyard masturbator, a job that requires giving farm animals a different kind of love, which is pretty much borderline bestiality. Is that put spelled E-U-R on the end? <laughs> to put it not so eloquently, you'll spend your day – I can't read this <laughs> – tending to farm animals. All in the name of artificial insemination. Uh, Let's face it; it can be a lot of hard work. Um. So, like, bada bum, bada bum. <laughs> oh, I just caught that. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, like the um. You meant like that the, one, didn't you? <laughs> the the Kentucky Derby winning horses. You know, I know that like sometimes that when they reach a certain age and. and people collect that or like prize beef cattle and things like that. Stud. Yeah. Um, or I'm even guessing like the AKC kennel dogs, you know, I'm assuming somebody has to do that or even at a zoo level. Like if, um, you're trying to start a white tiger breeding program, you can't fly in Sabu from India, you know, for everything. So somebody has to do it. And I'm just guessing um, I bet they get paid some bank because there's travel expenses, danger. You, you going to do that to a tiger? Well, not me, <laughs> but here, kitty, kitty. Yeah. But I, I can just imagine some seedy enterprise, you know, ah. some like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. That was great. Um, I can just see some like tiger wandering around the street, you know, it, like, Hey, <laughs> Need some uh, semen? <laughs> I got a friend that can help me out. Need some <laughs> musk. Some musk. Time to move on. Time to move on. Yeah. They don't really get any better, I'll be quite honest with you. Um, number seven. Vomit collector. <laughs> Vomit. <sighs> Roller coasters. In elementary school, I think I could do that. <laughs> you don't collect it, though. You just sprinkle yeah. some dust on it and move on. Why? <laughs> That's true. Why do they want to collect it? I don't say I do. I say I could. You could, yes. Roller coasters can often be a stomach-churning experience, and the accounts of people throwing up after and sometimes during the ride are plentiful. The question, though, is who the hell cleans up all that vomit? At Thorpe Park, Uh uh, that would be Reese Owens, who was hired in 2009 to keep the park's most extreme ride, Saul, the ride, vomit-free. That's right. Mr. Owen's job description is to clean people's vomit, which in 2008 amounted to an estimated 150 liters over 619 sick shutdowns. Ooh, gosh. At least he gets to ride the roller coaster when not picking up. (laughs) This is gross, but I like it. Chunks of sick. (laughs) (laughs) Chunks of sick. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm I'm with Josh on that, by the way. Shout out. Yeah. I never considered that. 
that there was a specialist for that job. I just assumed the attendants of that particular ride were just it's like, hey, this is a biohazard. Slap under gloves and hose I, it I, off. That's just what I assumed. I assumed they threw a couple buckets of water or, or a hose on it. But, you know, we've talked before about our, you know, thankfulness for custodians and others and, you know, who whose job it is to help out in that department. I would like to think that with a roller coaster, though, it would be. I mean, it's not like it's going to just stay in one place. It's going to be everywhere. It's, you know. Can I tell an awesome story? Yes. Th- th- this is about karmic comeuppance. Um, one of my favorite Vamit stories at a ride. Or there was a. It was at the Brown County Fair, and um, there is this uh real cocky act, and he's probably an eighth grade kid, you know. And I'm in line with another, with my kids at another ride. And I'm watching this kid, like he's chewing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on this. And it's the one that spins around and leans and it pins you to the back, you know, like you stand up. So this like, kid, like a there, spinning disc. Oh, man. He was strutting like Ric Flair at the beginning of a match. You know, he's doing his moves. Watch me, watch me. And then the ride stops. He gets off. He takes two steps toward the exit. And he proceeds to vam it in a straight line, like the exorcist style. And for the first time in my life, I saw all this go down. And I seriously went. Literally. I pointed and laughed <laughs> because he deserved it. Joe has a good question there about the stuff they sprinkle and vomit. It looks like they could get some like mint or some mint scent or something. Banana scented or something. Yeah. As Josh says, the, the Gravitron. Yeah. Yes. I, though, at at uh, somewhere, there was something. The Gravitron was a little bit different, right? The Gravitron was. Uh, yeah, Gravitron was, was enclosed, like, wasn't Gravitron it? was enclosed, but they, the Rainbow, there was uh, yeah, the rainbow, rainbow at Kings Island or Americana yeah. or one of those places. It was yeah. called the Rainbow. You I don't know if that's what it was. Spinning uh, disc. You stood yeah. up on a spinning disc. Yeah. the uh, I was always afraid of that ride. I never did ride it. All right. Number six on our list odor judge <laughs> we've been we've been doing that all our lives <laughs> that stinks i know i, I rest my case <laughs> i didn't know you could get paid for that <laughs> that was just a pastime there have been some pretty bizarre jobs in the world over the course of history from orgy planners in ancient rome to fake wedding guests in modern Japan, so the existence of odor judges should come as no real surprise. However, what exactly is that? Is it that odor judges do? Well, they use chemistry in their noses to accurately identify and adjust scents of just about any product from nail polishes to microwavable meals. They are also tasked with sniffing and carrying out odor tests on armpits, cat litter, breath, feet, and even nappies. This must be British. So diapers. Uh, why would one need to judge that? Well, to see if the diaper holds this. I mean, you, a diaper has to content, still gonna stink. Yeah, nah, they not as bad as. I mean, a diaper has to be have some scent uh, cover. I mean, scent. I, I you see have to make sure the scent is not escaping. Right? Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's going to eventually anyway, and it's not going to smell <laughs> great, but it's. You know, think about it. Uh, uh, a diaper can be filled, and it's not like instantly like, "Oh my gosh!" It's, you know, s- sometimes it takes a while to know it's it's occupied. How <laughs> 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 we on time here? Number five, three minutes. Clinical waste disposal worker. 
Um, you ever wondered what happens to clinical waste, including used dressings, needles, out-of-date medicines, denatured drugs, blood bags, amputated limbs, and human tissues and organs? Uh, they must be properly disposed of, i.e. by incineration to prevent harm being caused to the environment and human health. Uh, in other words, there are people whose job it is to cook body parts for a living, basically, and they're called clinical waste disposal workers. Um, nice. Yeah. I never realized that – I I think about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff keeps me up at night, and I cannot believe that it has never crossed my mind, like, what happens to amputated limbs and digits? I never thought about it. I just thought they went in a biohazard bag. Just, that, just assume a surgeon had them hanging on their wall. Yeah, mounted over the fireplace. <laughs> Says, uh, <laughs> to make things even more disturbing, the scent of cooking is apparently described as a combination of burning rubber, bad body odor, and smelly feet. Oh, that's hit me hard. <laughs> now you'll be up tonight thinking about that. Number four, hazmat diver. Working as a hazmat diver is perhaps the ultimate dirty job in the world. Their work typically involves diving in raw sewage or dangerous chemicals like paper, pulp, and oil sludge. Divers <laughs> are therefore subjected to a series of vaccinations for all kinds of diseases like hepatitis and tetanus, and they're required to undergo decontamination after each dive. As a hazmat diver, you could be tasked with performing essential maintenance of underwater valves and sluice, sluice gates. Ugh. Working in septic oh. tanks, dividing, diving into landfill sites to maintain pumping equipment, and yes, even finding bodies. Hazmat mm. <laughs> diva. I was going to say, <laughs> that, that made it on the cutting room floor. Ronnie James Dio is like, I'd say, hazmat diva. No, no, not right. No, not right. All right. Number three, forensic entomologist. Uh, that sounds rather benign until you read the description, I'm sure. Well, Joe could probably chime in here. Uh, it says there are many options available too if you want to work with dead people, perhaps because they're unable to complain about your work. <laughs> and coroners and funeral directors are obvious choices. One option that you might not have thought of though is forensic entomologist, a job that requires a strong stomach and, dare I say it, a love for insects. Forensic entomologists are scientists who study the life cycles of insects and anthropods found on, you got it decompose cadavers during legal and criminal investigations to determine how long a person has been deed. So it's like they're an expert in maggotry, you know, like, <laughs> Oh man, I gotta be honest. I'd rather get my maggots from that cheese. We talked about last time than a decomposing yeah. body. Ugh. So yeah. So that's interesting. Right, number two, crime scene cleaner. Oh, uh, I'm going to skip the, just the, the details. There was an episode of House where one of his patients was a crime scene cleaner. I, I remember that. Yeah. They're rather horrifying and disgusting job because cleaning up blood, bodily fluids, and other potentially infectious materials, often at sites where violent crimes have been committed, also known as biohazard cleaners. These professionals also deal with cleaning up after accidents, suicides, homicides, and de decomposition after unattended death. Um, number one, there's a, there's like a, a pattern here with all these. You know what I mean? Like they all involve – First off, it seems like they all involve risk to the person working. Right. Yeah. Uh, sewer cleaner. Not only is this one of the most disgusting jobs in the world, it's also one of the most dangerous. In fact, it's really? estimated that more than 100 sewer workers die each year across India from accidents, suffocation, or exposure to toxic gases. And uh, let's see. Turn that garbage off. Sewer well, cleaners are employed to climb into sewers, often chest deep. 
filled yeah. with human excrement and occasionally dead dogs and rats. And they use metal scrapers, brooms, and even their bare hands to clear drainage and sanitation lines all for. Oh. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to chime in on that. I, in that description, that's why I have a hard time in Shawshank Redemption with Andy Dufresne climbing through that pipe for what was it? A third of a mile or half a mile or whatever it was. Uh, I do not believe he would have survived the gases in the pipe. <laughs> Probably and that's not. Just not only that's prison poop. That's got, that couldn't be good. <laughs> prison poop. Joe. I want my prison poop, prison poop, prison poop. <laughs> oh my. Uh, yeah. I, I, that kind of led me a little bit speechless because like, you know, I, I the thought of wading through, you know, tons of sludge to unstick something. Yeah. <sighs> it, it's weird because it, you started out on the first couple of lists. You're like, okay, uh, pee collector, uh, manure inspector. You're thinking that's pretty uh-huh. gross, but I'll be honest with you. I would do those de- jobs all day long before I would yeah, uh, do some of those other, the top five. Indeed. Cause actually in a lot of those, you're a pee and a, a pee collector and manure inspector. Anyway, I mean, if you're having yeah, to I mean, fight I'm, through it to get to your work, I'm going to be following around flipper Brown, the dung throwing monkey before I even think about wading in, to like one of those oh that's horrible <laughs> man so there are your 10 most disgusting <laughs> jobs flipper brown the dumb throwing monkey that's a character in a comic t-shirt oh so you didn't make it up yeah man. yeah all righty strong lead in good topic strong um if you could think of any other um jobs you know chime in you know Our earbuds out there. You might have heard something worse than one of these 10. Or you might have done something worse than one. Yeah. Yeah. You might have done it for free. Even better. (laughs) Might not be your job. You just might do it for free. (laughs) So, Eric, you'll be interested in it. You both may be, but I know for sure, Eric. um, uh, I always, I I have a problem with blood. I'm I'm not a person who enjoys, my own blood doesn't bother me that much. Or I'm sorry, my own blood bothers me. Other people's don't bother me quite as much. But yeah. uh, Dexter, I, yeah. you know, I always thought that would be a, a cool job if you could stomach it. But if you couldn't, uh, per, first off, if you couldn't, you probably wouldn't become a what was he a, bl- a blood uh, splatter meteorologist or yeah. something. Yeah, but the reason I bring that up is because uh, I'm not sure if you saw that there's going to be a, a a new Dexter coming out next oh, year. Oh, really? Yes, a one off like or like a, a limited series, ten episode or something. Interesting. So interesting. Good. That was a good show. I enjoyed it. it. <clears throat> All right. Thank Oof. you. Topic number one, disgusting jobs. Topic number two is to me, as we're always in the order that we uh, present our topics. I'm in the middle topic. And again, I people who have uh, watched or listened to our show know that I am a uh, aspiring game show host. That is my dream job. One of my dream jobs. I have several, but that would be one. And uh, we're going to play a game. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, This game is called Dirty Minds. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. And the subtitle of the game is The The Game of Naughty Clues. So in other words, I'll start down the clues, but the end result or the answer will not be probably what you're thinking with the clues. So, 
If you think we're saying dirty things, that's on you, not on us. <laughs> so it's going to be a naughty sounding clue, but an innocuous answer. Indeed. And if there is a problematic undertone, it's that's, on the listener. That's on the listener. It's on the earbud. That's an earbud issue. Man, how uh, we're like we're like politicians the way we just skirt the uh, skirt the responsibility and put it right off onto our uh, as Richard Nixon called it plausible deniability. There you go, plausible deniability. <laughs> All right, so we drew lots backstage. Todd, you're first. So the way this works, there are five clues, and again the uh, the ultimate. Answer is generally a one word answer, but there are five clues. So we'll go back and forth. And uh, by the way, I have to put this up here. Joe on fire tonight. I, I made my Shawshank Redemption comment there. <laughs> wasn't it was talking tonight in the prison. It was a uh, macaroni and cheese night, everybody. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Since that has become a, a a main entree in, in the world, I don't understand that. Yeah, that's that that is not an entree. That is a side dish. <laughs> that was the best. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, catchphrase about bad traffic. Man, that traffic was jammed up like um, the nursing home on macaroni and cheese night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you know how we're going to score this, Eric? Do I need to keep track, or do we? Are you going to keep track, or? Well, it, I'll keep track. I'd okay. Like, I can put it up on the on the uh, screen. Keep forgetting we're fancy now. Well, we are fancy, fancy dancy. All right, Todd, you yes. get first clue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> later, later, you can have me for sloppy seconds. Does it harm me to guess? I mean, if I'm, if I'm wrong, it doesn't hurt anything. Right? Okay, harm me to guess. Huh? Okay, I'm gonna say chili. Uh, chili's incorrect. Okay. So now does it go to me? It, it goes to you, <clears throat> Brady. I'm in your mouth on national holidays. I know it. <laughs> um. I got nothing. I got it. I got it. I got it. Todd, <laughs> if I get too hot, I can be a little dry. Turkey. Turkey. Uh, All right. That was my second guess with chili, but I just, I didn't understand the uh, sloppy part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Todd, one Brady, nothing. Brady. Yes. Hello, Matt Young. Yes. Hello, Matt. Brady, you'll find me hanging below your belt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the hardest part of this is going to be not to tell, not to, not to joke. Um, apparently you didn't find it enough, or you wouldn't have sat on it so many times as it. Hey, I got nothing on this one yet. Okay, Todd. Yep. You have to open your zipper to get me off. Um, pants. Pants. Ah. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've run away with it already. I, this is the way I always do, and then he comes back. Yeah, he does. Okay. 
Todd? Yes. I'm a four-letter word. Yeah, that's a, all I get. Not a very good. That's all you get. Not a very good clue there on in the opener. Do I get a second clue? Um, yes, second clue. I want to say Nat. G N A T Nat. Nat is incorrect. Okay. Brady. Mm-hmm. I end in U C K. Luck. Luck is oh. correct. <laughs> that was, a, I gotta be honest with you, that was a terrible first clue. That was a terrible first clue. That was a good guess. That, that was borderline unfair. Yes, it narrowed it right down. Like some dog in the room is like, I mean that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brady. <clears throat> yes. Turnabout's fair play. I'm a four letter word. <laughs> Ship. Ship is incorrect. <laughs> Todd, you need to be flexible to do me. Bend. Bend is incorrect. <laughs> Brady. Yeah. <laughs> There can be grunting and groaning before you're finished. Push. <laughs> Push is incorrect. Todd, you have to spread your legs to show off your lotus. Lotus? Lotus. <laughs> There are people out in the audience that know this, I guarantee it. Um you don't know all the lingo. Yeah, I think jump. Uh jump is incorrect. Brady, final clue. Uh-huh. You can do me in several positions. Lift. Lift is incorrect. That's a good good guess. Yoga. Oh. So nobody gets the point. Nobody gets no. the point. Or remains Todd 2, Brady 1. Oh, Lotus. Lotus. I yes. thought you were saying L-O-A-D-U-S. Lotus. 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 Ah, gotcha. All right. Todd. <laughs> I can keep your post erect. Can keep your post erect. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Can I give two words that kind of mean the same thing? Or I mean, like um, cement or concrete is what I was thinking. Concrete is correct. Okay. Will you allow that? Okay. Yeah, we'll I'm cool with that. As the opposition, I'm cool with that. Okay. So our score. Todd, three, Brady, one. Brady. Yes. <clears throat> yes. It's time for a comeback to see. <laughs> Brady, when I'm done, you'll need to wipe off your holes. <laughs> I 
holes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> By the way, I had to put this up. Joe was thinking poop on the last. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker, Joe. <laughs> that too. Okay, Brady passes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Todd, I can come many times in a row. We should. This game would be more fun if we added bonus like deduction point deductions. If you can't keep a straight face during it, we we'll have to remember that next time. Uh, that's um, like make me laugh game show, right? Yeah. I'm going to say. Rain. Rain is incorrect. Brady, you usually close your eyes when I spasm. <laughs> Sneeze? Yes, indeed, it would be much, much funnier. <laughs> am, I, you say? am I sneezing? What's that? Sneeze. Sneeze is correct. Nice. Oh, really? Yes. I really, oh, wow. Good job. Thank you. That really was a guess. Good guess it was. Brady was cuts the lead to one. Todd three, Brady two. Todd. All day long, it's in and out. The sun. Incorrect. Brady, all day long, it's up and down. The tide? Incorrect. Oh. Todd, it used to take a man to get me going. Not the first time we've heard you say that, Eric. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, because I thought those both of first guesses were good. <laughs> all day long. Oof. Time. Time is incorrect. Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you push my buttons, I'll go down on you. Oh. Um <laughs> the Brady just go, oh like like that was <laughs> like he draws the line. Oh, oh. that's, that's, that's just, enough. That's, bad. that's enough. Um Temperature? Temperature is incorrect. Todd. Man. Final clue. We're all over this, Brady. I guarantee you we're close. Yeah. If I'm jerking you a lot, you'll feel like you want to get off. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, man, I... An airplane. Incorrect. Oh, it's an elevator. Oh. oh. Work the elevator. The, yeah. 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 I thought temperature was a good guess. Full disclosure. Yeah, it was. 
Okay, Except Brady. In and out. That doesn't make sense for temperature, though. In and out of fever. <laughs> Brady. Yes. Man, ride on me between the sheets. Nothing. Todd. Uh, I'm long and loaded with semen. The worst pickup line ever. <laughs> oh, well, was, uh, a, a submarine. Incorrect. Really? <clears throat> Brady, you use me if you're into water sports. Sailboat. Boat is correct. Ow. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I would have thought about submarine, but uh, when it said between the sheets, I mean, that's a, that's a sailboat. Yeah. 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 All that's, right. So that's a sailboat, sir. Three to three. No, it's not. It's a schooner, stupid head. <laughs> Sorry. Mallrats reference there. <clears throat> Todd? Yes, sir. If I have to pull out, it's an emergency. Um, what is a uh, firehouse? Dirty mines. What is a firehouse? Firehouse is incorrect. Brady. Yeah, I can sport a huge extension. An electric cord. Incorrect. Todd. I got it. <laughs> After I come is when I really start pumping. A fire truck. A fire engine is correct. Uh, have we Brady lost was, viewers? Brady, Brady wasn't paying attention to the previous clue, Brady. Yeah, yeah. Eric's tone. He said fire house is not correct. He paused uh, briefly. A good game show host would not give the clue. <laughs> All right, four to three. Todd's ahead. Brady? Yes. I can't believe more people aren't chiming in on this. I know. Are they noivous? Maybe. Brady, I'm eight inches long and made out of latex. A surgical glove? I'll allow it. A rubber glove. Oh, nice. The only reason I even guess that is because in my teacher's desk, I have some um, latex gloves, and I just happen to see latex protective gloves, and that's stuck in my head. Yeah. That's the only thing. Four to four. Todd? Mm-hmm. I can use your palm to get the job done. Uh, okay. So, I'm going to say palm reader slash fortune teller. Indeed, fortune teller is correct. I'm kind of glad I didn't have to read the rest of it. <laughs> All right, five to four, Todd. Hey, I thought oh. it was rough reading about the uh, barnyard masturbator. <laughs> Dude. 
All right, Brady. Yes. <clears throat> Playing with my knobs starts me flowing. <laughs> um. <laughs> a bathtub. Bathtub is incorrect. What I'm picturing is anyone signing one of this and not knowing what we're doing at all, and just they just the first thing they hear is you reading the the, the clue. Yeah, we're gonna get reported to Facebook. <laughs> hey, it, we uh, say it's TV 14. Todd, mm-hmm. you'll need a towel after you're done with me. I'm going to say, um. Spigot. I'll allow it. A faucet. Faucet. Okay. What did I say? Bathtub. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you said bathtub, faucet, or spigot, you probably. Yeah. 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 Todd uh, pulling away six to four. (laughs) Come pull away. Come pull away. All right. Who's Brady? Brady. Brady Capone had a short one. Did you say Brady Capone? No. Brady (laughs) Capone had a short one. I didn't hear the short pause there. I I know I made sure, but not. I should have made my pause more pregnant. (laughs) Brady Capone had a short one. Prison sentence? Incorrect. Todd, mm-hmm. the beaver had a long one. Temper. Incorrect. Oh. Brady, Bono doesn't use his. Bono, as in you choose Bono? As in you choose Bono, yes. First name. First name is correct. Oh, yeah. Nice. Six to five. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What? Why does a beaver have a first name? Punk, punks, uh, what's the, um. The beaver. Yeah. Oh, Theodore Cleaver. I got, okay. I was thinking the animal. I was like, wait a minute. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking of a groundhog. I said the yeah. beaver. I was thinking of a groundhog and I'm thinking of punks. What's the Puxatani Phil? Puxatani Phil. That's what I almost said because I was thinking that's the wrong animal. I was thinking garment. Adolphus Beaver. <laughs> you know, Todd. Yes. <clears throat> if you get me toasted, I'll get harder for you. Bread. Incorrect. Oh. Brady. You can stick your hot salami in me. <laughs> now there's a selling point. Uh, like a sub bun? He's thinking about it. The answer is sandwich. Sandwich? Sandwich. 
I'm 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 going to not rule on that. Yeah. Give another. I would okay. yeah, because I would chime in and say bread and bun would be the right. Both of, both of them are sandwich uh, handles. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so Brady. I'm a four-letter word that ends in K. Deck. <laughs> you, deck. <laughs> correct. Is that correct? Incorrect. Oh, that's what oh. Oh. Todd, you have to be in bed to be inside of me. Silk. Incorrect. Brady. Got it. You can climb on me in the bedroom. I know it. I know it. Oh. See, I was going to say tuck. Is that what you're saying? Um... Yeah. Incorrect. Can I guess without the next clue? If you like. I have, to go, I have to go ahead and solve the puzzle. Solve the puzzle, Pat. Bunk. Bunk is correct. Nice. Oh, you're full of bunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that makes it seven to six. Josh Michael said bunk as well. Oh. Here we go. All right. We, we've hit our uh, time limit. Should we have a final, a uh, final where you wager your points? Sure. Okay. Sure. Here we go. This is where, this is where I lose. It's <laughs> seven to five. Okay. So you have to, you have to write down your wager. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Here's here's the way we're going to do this last question. I'm going to read the clue. Each of you will write down a guess. Okay. Okay. Then we'll get each of you to get a guess. Uh-huh. Neither one of you are correct. We'll go on to the next one. You write down another guess. Okay. And so on until someone gets it. Okay. All right. If both of you get it, you both could get your points that you wagered. Then we'll add them on. Sounds right. Okay. First clue. You can sometimes stick your wood inside of me. That's fine. I I hear my wife laughing downstairs. I don't know if she's laughing at us. (laughs) Okay. I have my answer. I have my answer. All right. Brady, what's your answer? Fireplace. Todd? Fireplace. The answer is stove, so I will allow fireplace. Oh. Brady, what was your wager? Three. It's a magic number. Three is a magic number. Magic so that number. Brady would be a total of eight. Todd? 
three, three. as well. So our final score it's is a wash. <laughs> a wash? No, it's not a wash. No, it's not. Todd Ken. I'm victorious. Well, that's what I mean. Here's your final. There you go, Todd. Ooh. So, are we going to have to put a special uh, NC-17 rating? I would still say TV-14. TV-14, yeah. There was no cursing. No cursing. Right. It's just... The problems... <laughs> our, view, our viewers I'm, actually went up during all that. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I never heard one uh, one dirty... I never heard any innuendo. It's If anybody thinks that's dirty, it's, it's on them. Yes, well, that's what our disclaimer says. No, we are. <laughs> so Tanya said she was cracking up. She discovered she had dirty minds. Right? <laughs> but I do agree with. Was it Tanya? I believe that said that. I, that would be a, a fun game to play uh, in person. Yes, <laughs> and maybe with some adult beverages would certainly make it more interesting. <sighs> All right, Brady, you have topic number three. I do. I do. I do. I've been ruminating on this topic for a while and how to bring it up. Um, I like that word, by the way, ruminating. ruminating? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. It's been hatching in my head. And honestly, this probably goes back about the first month we did this podcast, and I've been thinking about this. Um, And it all started with seeing a picture of Toucan Sam. So um, my topic (laughs) is about what the heck is up with the serial universe? The cereal universe, as in breakfast cereal universe, there are some things that, as they say in South Park, it's the Chewbacca defense. It don't make sense. And um, elaborate. Elaborate. Okay, so let's go with the most basic and the one that comes to everybody's mind first. People, uh, the the cereal universe, everyone is really, really greedy. If you have a lupine stalker and the rabbit won't leave you alone, it will go away if you just give it a bowl of tricks. That's all it wants. You have a whole box. The rabbit will leave you alone if you would just give it some cereal. Now are you catching my drift? Now, however, the rabbit is not the only one in the world of cereal that is greedy. Exactly. So, yeah. And I have a long list. There's a lot of things that does not make sense in the serial universe. Now, was the Trix rabbit the only rabbit? Um, He was the he only was silly one. Yes, he was a silly rabbit. Because Trix <laughs> are for kids. Um, but wasn't there another rabbit in there somewhere in the in the world of cereal? I, like, I remember that. I don't eat cereal, so I mean, I, I don't know. Well, in my, you, what was the... um. The the crispy critter wasn't a rabbit, was it of some sort? Oh, sh- he's on my list. Super sugar bear. Super no, no, sugar. No, no, no. No, that's crispy that's critter. Crispy critters. Crispy critters. I don't. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of crispy critters. How do you do? Oh, I, look it up, Eric. <laughs> I, I've never heard of that one. You've never heard of crispy critters cereal? No. Maybe it's not what, maybe it's not what it's called. I remember the song. Is there some off-brand? No. I never ate no off-brand cereal growing up. Tricks. T-R-I-C-K-X-X-X. Tricks. 
Now, now, wait a minute. You did say you ate off-brand cereal because Chuck ate the good stuff. That wasn't growing up. That was when we got older. We started trying the off-brand. <laughs> I, I, uh, I know Crispy Critters was a cereal. I remember the song again. Crispy Critters, how do you do? The, the, a like good wholesome bear. punch. It's something something done with lots of crunch. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound rather fuzzy bearish. <laughs> waka waka waka. Oh, this oh this being the crispy critters. Yes. Zoom in at post. That's a name brand. Post crispy critters. Post were I, the raisin brand maker. They were the they were the uh inventors of raisin brand. Not to be confused with their competitor. So is that a rabbit? Razor man. What is that thing? <sighs> Uh, I don't know. It looks angry. Sort of space alien thing. It's got like antenna with pom poms on the end. <laughs> what a ludicrous thing! I cannot believe, Eric. Are you able to pull video and sound into this? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know about that because okay. I think I tried to play a video once. I don't think the sound came. Okay. Through. When we're done here, yeah. you guys got to play the the theme song, and just so you can see, I'm not nuts. You've you've inspired me because oh, um that, I, I consider myself pretty wealth rounded in my cereal jingles and everything and i do not recall that one yeah. must have been away from our time it, i think after. it was a little later i i remember it yeah I don't, critters. oddly Dude. enough i don't remember anything about the cereal other than the song and the the jacked up critter yeah no idea but was, that was does that, bring me to was that sorry. critter greedy <laughs> he was crispy he was crispy now um a lot of this uh well Lucky Charms. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. And, and you know, all, all he had to do was give some kids the cereal. He was hoarding well, it. Okay, that's what I was going to say. That that That's the opposite of the Trix Rabbit problem. That's what I was going to say, too. That's the, the, uh, the Leprechaun yeah. has the Lucky Charms, and the kids are trying to steal them. To put it in their cereal. Exactly. Well, now, wait a minute. They're not trying to steal it. They just want some. No, he he just has the charms. They See, try to want... He's running with the box of cereal, though. That so, implies so, he has the whole kit and caboodle. So they, <laughs> so they have the corn and or rice puffs. Yeah. They just need the charms to go along with them. Have Have you seen that you can buy now a box of just the charms? You can buy just the marshmallows. Yeah, and that's. I uh, may or may not have known someone who has done that. that. That's my. That was my favorite part of the cereal. But I still think I want the. I still think I want the the, the puffs. Okay, yes. so Tommy says 80s. Is that are you talking about the crispy critters? How do you do? You do. <laughs> kind of sounds like Macho Man Randy Savage just a little bit. It sounds like uh oh no, uh what, what's his name? The uh like the like the singer the not Louis Armstrong, but uh <laughs> and I oh, think to myself Catman yeah. What a wonderful world. Wonderful world. With marshmallows, crispy critters. How are you? Um. Now, see, the cereal universe has even turned longtime friends into enemies, and because of greed, fruity pebbles. Barney just wanted some fruity pebbles, and Fred was hoarding them and running away and trying to hide them. Well, pebbles Barney, was Fred's daughter. He he he. No they, fruity pebbles. Barney what wasn't trying to eat his daughter. He wanted fruity pebbles. He wasn't a cannibal. Yeah, but it was it was named after his daughter, right? It was named after his daughter, who was named no. after rocks. 
Uh, no, no, no. They're Flintstones. They just, they, they were just, uh, it, it was a rock reference. The pebbles, a small, the, 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 they were, yeah, they but, were pebbles of okay, cereal now, goodness. Was there a picture of pebbles on the cereal box? So I, was I, not. I, would, I would call Balderdash because I believe the cereal was named after the daughter. That's what I think too. I always thought too. But she but, never appeared in the box. But the daughter was named after rocks though. Yes. As was everything else on the Flintstones. Yeah. Including Bam Bam. Bam Bam? Bam Bam? So, which which came first? The Fruity Pebbles or the Cocoa Pebbles? I think the Fruity Pebbles did. I I like the taste of Fruity Pebbles, but I like to drink the milk afterwards with the Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, see, the 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 the, the multicolored milk kind of lost me because oh. fruity pebbles was okay to eat out of the out of the box, but once you put the milk in it, man, they got soggy fast. Well, but that's that's what I was saying. The cocoa pebbles were it wasn't multicolored. You you had chocolate milk. Yeah, in it was this unicolored milk funk. Okay, so there, I shared the wrong screen. <laughs> Excuse so, me. so you're thinking Fruity Pebbles came first, and then Cocoa Pebbles. I think probably so. Write, probably writing some wave of of cocoa inspired cereals that were coming about. Yes. All yes. Right, so I stand corrected. There's the Fruity Pebbles box. Not a sign of pebbles anywhere. Right. And but, uh, yeah. You know what I've always wondered? I always thought the Great Gazoo needed its his own cereal, like a green marshmallowed cereal. Could be so, okay. So now, now I'm going to go off the track just a little bit. Now, you brought up <laughs> Here we the go. Great Gazoo was the Great Gazoo the equivalent of um, what's his name, cousin? What's his name on the Brady Bunch? Oh, Oliver. Oliver. We're scrappy. What was that? The point where the Flintstones jumped the shark when they brought on the Gazoo, jumped the dinosaur. Um, he jumped the uh, dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, that's complicated because the Great Gazoo actually kind of added a little bit to it. He was slightly obnoxious, but since it wasn't a child, um, it just added a fresh zest to the Flintstones. Um, and he always called them dum dums. I think but, I think Gazoo and Andorra from Bewitch were the same person. Really. If, if you listen to their verbiage and mannerisms, Andorra and Gazoo, the great Gazoo, were the same person. Interesting. But uh, wouldn't his cereal have been cool if it was an alien-based, you know, green marshmallow glow-in-the-dark cereal or something? Uh, you know, that surprises me because talking about one of my favorite cereals, you had your uh, – um, I say that and I forget as soon as it escapes my mouth. Uh, <laughs> the uh, – Frankenberries and the uh, oh 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 yeah, uh, uh, Booberry, Frankenberry, and Count Chocula. Yeah, um, which one of those came first? I would think Count Chocula came first. Yes, and then he later became John Kerry. Um, <laughs> what I was going to ask: so was, was he the trend? Like Count Chocula was the trend. The cocoa inspired, you know, the cocoa based cereals. Was that an earlier trend than the fruit based cereals? I would say that the cocoa came first. Now, there's a little note. There, there was Booberry, who was blue, but we forgot about Frankenberry. That was um, strawberry colored. Strawberry. And um, yeah, good point, Justin Smith. I, nicely played, Justin. Nicely, nicely played. done. <laughs> um, Dora and Gazoo created Mork. 
And um, so there is Frankenberry, Bootberry, and there were oh, 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 there was a mummy one. That was the little known one. The mummy one was a cinnamon based cereal, yeah. like a cinnamon puff. That's not fun. Yeah. That's why he didn't it's land. An old man cereal. Yeah. All it's right. Like, so. That's like cinnamon pop tarts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so should we uh, use our last ten minutes to discuss this this Reddit question? Um, if I can quickly just reference the Cookie Crook. Go ahead. Go ahead. And of Cookie Crisp Arrow, there's Cookie Crook and the Cookie Cop. And now the wolves are trying to steal the cookie crisp. Once again, it's all about thievery. And um, why can't anybody well, buy their own cereal? Yeah, really, so man. What what makes them in this? You know, I know what makes them. I've always wondered what makes them pick the ma- the, the mascot, that particular mascot for a certain cereal. Well, if you well, think of Lucky Charms, I'd, the alliteration. Well, yeah, alliteration yeah. comes into it a lot. Captain Crunch. Alliteration, which reminds me, I have a we have snack time in the afternoon. I had a student with a giant baggie of Captain Crunch on on their desk the other day, and the Captain. roof of my the roof of my mouth started peeling back just looking at the bag. Of- <laughs> I love Captain Crunch, man. Crunch berries, my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Not Captain Captain Captain, Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. Captain Crunch to me didn't become relevant until it got the berries, Crunch berries. Yeah. See, I never knew why they didn't give him a were, promotion so it could become Major Crunch. <laughs> they were sweet relief from the uh, the skinned ro- ma- mouth roof. <laughs> Colonel Crunch. <laughs> what about Major altogether? What was was well? Toucan was the fruit Fruit Loops. Toucan um, Sam. Yes. I have a I have a candle right behind me that smells exactly like Fruit Loops, by the way. Oh, I thought you were gonna smell says gonna smell like toucans. I was <laughs> um but yeah, toucan Sam. Now what did he just kind of deliver the cereal? I don't think anybody was trying to steal it, right? Right. Yeah, I think so. Um what about you got Diggum and you got uh, I forgot the, about uh, Diggum. Diggum. There's two cereals. So you got, but Diggum and Sugar Smack or whatever his name was. Not Sugar Smack. What's the bear? Sugar uh, Crisp. They, they, sugar Crisp. They changed it from Sugar Smacks to Sugar Crisp because it was a drug reference. But <laughs> they weren't the same cereal, though, right? Yeah, I think they were, and they changed the name so it wasn't see, Sugar Smack. I could have swore the cereal was called Diggum Smacks. <laughs> For the longest, I, I remember Diggum Smacks, but I, I still think that it's like Post and Kellogg's version of the same cereal. Yeah. Because in, in the commercial, didn't the bear go, Diggum? That's the frog. That is the frog. Frog, yeah. Diggum. I think the sugar crisp bear went, oh, yeah, like oh, Randy yeah. Savage. Eric, can that. you? That's Kool-Aid, man. Can you, uh, can you get on your fancy internet machine there and see that if they were actually two separate cereals? Because I think they were. I think Sugar Super Golden Crisp and Diggum Smacks were two different cereals. Nick Knack Patty Whack, I still got the Diggum Smacks. Is that what it said? No. <laughs> oh, that was Brady. Good. If you don't get that reference, then <laughs> uh, yeah. maybe I'm saying that. Hard. Yeah, you are. Okay. Oh. Okay, we got we got Honey Smacks. Hey, was that? Oh, that was Diggum. That was Diggum. There's there's Diggum. Was that post? Let me let me let me share the screen. Or here. General Foods or General Mills. General Mills. Me. Not to be confused with Donna Mills from Not Slanting Fame. That's Kellogg's. 
Kellogg's Honey Smacks with him Honey Smacks. So is he actually a frog or is he a gator now that I look at him? <laughs> He's a frog. Gators don't go rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> True. Did he, I don't know that he did that though, did he? He said dig him. Dig him. It's like a, it's like a rabbit. <laughs> well, so then can you pull up a side-by-side with the Super Golden Crisp or whatever they were? It's the same cereal. You even look at it. They look like... Well, hold on. Let me... Let me look do like it. camel hooves. I can't pull up two screens at once. Um, oh man, do you know what cereal? You know what cereal didn't need a a, a mascot? Grape nuts. <laughs> didn't need that. Didn't need a mascot to sell that stuff. Gra- Grapey the nut who would break your teeth. <laughs> All right, so there's post that yeah, golden, I had a crisp. golden crisp. Sugar bear. Sugar I wish you bear. could, wish you could zoom in on the, sugar smacks. I wish you could zoom in on the actual cereal grainage because I, I swear it's the same cereal. <laughs> they tasted the same. Zoom in here. That's, that's a that's a confident looking bear. It's kind of it's kind of looks like a a coffee nut a coffee bean or something. Yeah, yeah. so I said they look like a like an animal hoove of some sort. Hooves or toes. Kyle asks. <laughs> Don't know. Oh. Whatever, whichever your preference. Could be either. All right. So, so trying to, go with trying to keep thread. a TV 14, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> All right. So shall I ask the ultimate question now? Please. Ac- yes. According to Reddit. Okay. Yeah, yes. All of the cereal box characters and uh, some examples that we've talked about. Toucan Sam, Tony the Tiger, Lucky, etc. Enter a Coliseum. Only one exits alive. Who is the ultimate serial killer? I got an answer right now. Who is it? I'm going to go with the Coco for Coco Puffs bird because he's a wild card. He's insane. He's going to take everybody out. Well, why would you pick him over Toucan? I mean, Toucan can fly and... They're both birds. Yes, but he's sane. I thought the one you was know, a dodo uh, bird or something. Yeah, the, the Coco for Coco Puffs, he would go nuts if he ate the cereal and he would like dislodge a wing or pluck an eyeball out. He, okay. would be, he would be like the mentally ill bird. And then, and, and we're welcoming comments here from our audience. And now who, who's the ultimate serial killer from all the serial characters? Um, so I'm, I'm going to chime in here with some of Reddit's. I, I'm going input. with my, I'm going with my, uh, crispy critters. You saw that critter. <laughs> he was crispy. <laughs> <laughs> Booberry is already dead, thus disqualifies from winning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's alive. Called Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch has naval warfare at his, at his disposal. <laughs> Don't know how that could be used in an arena, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony the Tiger is a vicious predator, but he's pretty chill. Plus, he wears an ascot or bandana that kind of tones him down. I just thought of a great cereal spin of Tony the Tiger King. That's that's uh he should make his own cereal brand from prison. There's another you gotta be gold nuggets though. Another comment on Captain Captain Crunch. Boy. He's all about stolen valor. Captain is not the abbreviation of Captain. The uniform he's wearing isn't a captain's uniform anyway. He's an obvious fake. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
that tough old bird eats that cereal, he has to have nothing but a there's no, no. meat left in the roof of his mouth at all. So he's no. he's gotta be pretty tough. <laughs> Could the lucky charms leprechaun does he have some like Irish chicanery? Does he have some like mystical magic that he could yeah, you can know he, can he cast spells? Can conjure up a rainbow. That's true. So Cookie okay. Jarvis. Oh, oh Cookie Jarvis. Ooh. He can cast spells. Yes. There's that. Okay, so this guy says no contest, lucky charms. Uh, it's an established canon in the great GMCU, the General Mills serial universe, <laughs> that Elsie Leprechaun, yes, that's his real name, gains extremely powerful abilities from the marshmallows in his cereal. And there's an actual list of powers that he gains from his marshmallows. Wow. So, but wow. some highlights include the ability to bring things to life, hearts, invisibility, moons, and the ability to control time, the hourglass, introduced in 2008. Up against essentially a god, I don't think the others stand a chance. We haven't even gotten into blue diamonds yet. I'm gonna go out on a rope and say this guy or go and say this guy go on a rope. That's not the saying. I'm gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna be honest with you. I uh yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that the guy who came up with all this has never, ever, ever, ever had a girlfriend. When you're thinking of all these things that the lucky charms uh mascot can do with his lucky charms well no he, he said he read it he didn't oh, he read it. it i thought he came up with this it's established oh. canon in the universe canon yeah that that oh. sounds to me like he's coming up with it and he's just saying that sarcastically like it's established canon others have mentioned cap and crunch has a military arsenal lc leprechaun has cereal marshmallows that give him presumptively temporary superpowers I understand there are no rules in the arena, but some guidelines need to be set on how much they can bring into the arena in terms of external resources. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had a lot of free. I, I thought that I, I said this, this, this guy, uh, I'm just going to be, I'm going to give the real simple answer. The Flintstones beat them all. And how is that? They're, they're cavemen. <laughs> they, cavemen. they beat have you with their bare hands. They, okay. Yeah. So, so so, so here, here is an overarching answer. Okay. According, you know, I'll, I'll give credit here. According to SPWF, whatever that means, uh, SPWF says this is tough. It could legitimately be a slaughter, given the Leprechaun movie series. Lucky Charms could totally do some damage with that dirty Leprechaun magic. Count Chocula, Booberry, Frankenberry, Fruit Brute are all literal monsters. Fruit Brute. <laughs> Don't know who Fruit Brute is. Uh, the cinnamon toast crunch pieces literally take bites out of each other, so you know they, they don't care. <laughs> That's not what he said, but uh, <laughs> yeah. they don't give a <laughs> they don't give a crunch. Tony the tiger is well a literal sentient tiger, and is a jacked one at that. <laughs> cookie yeah, but he seems, he seems very laid back. Is, yeah, very. Yeah. Well, he is great. Is that laid back? I don't know. <laughs> Does that sound laid back to you, sir? He's great. <laughs> I need um, you to reevaluate that tiger. Cookie Crisp is what? A coyote? A wolf? Either way, see Tony the Tiger. <laughs> I'm not sure I want to go face-to-face with anyone who's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> if someone gets that cuckoo over cereal, I don't see how they're not an unpredictable threat in combat. Hey! Great minds. Same goes for Honeycomb. 
Snap, oh. Crackle, and Pop have the numbers advantage, and also That's- with names like that, I don't want them anywhere near my bones and spine. I was going to say, <laughs> we're, we're leaving out Snap, Crackle, and Pop. <laughs> but my pick would have to go with Cap and Crunch purely for the military arsenal he has access to. He'd do with the Crunch Berry right in the eye hole. <laughs> so, I mean, Cap and Crunch seems to be the overriding winner in this thread. You know who's not mentioned? Who's that? The Trex Rabbit gets no love. He's just kind of pathetic. If he's not been able to score a bowl of cereal by now, he's never gonna. Well, that's that's true. I don't think that speaks to the rabbit. There's gotta be someone (laughs) forgetting it. Alice Dakota does say on the other end of the spectrum that Trix Rabbit is pretty crazy. Crazy. (laughs) Again, no mention of the crispy critter. No. Oh no. I, I see nothing about the crispy critter. What about the uh, raisin brand, like the sun? Was it? Oh, uh, the sun could burn them all up. Yeah, yeah. Without without him, none of those things would be alive. That, yeah, bad. the amount of hydrogen emanating from him is going to scorch everything. Yeah, which by the way is one of the best gags ever. When that 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 prank caller um, called in to the post people complaining that there wasn't two scoops in his raisin brand, it's just like, sir, we measure him, and he was talking about two plastic scoops. <laughs> he wanted two plastic scoops. So, okay. That, uh, Lost reminds- Night 84 does chime in here. Someone pointed out that Raisin Brand mascot is a sun. Any vampire just got dusted by being near the arena. <laughs> count Chocula's out of here. Go. See a count. So, uh, everyone probably got caught fire. Booberry might be the only one not to fry outright. He's nice. dead. No, Frankenberry's dead. <laughs> Well, I guess Blueberry is too. Yeah. Yeah. But so this, I'm going to bring up a side question here. Wasn't there, uh, you know how we had the conversation on several, several episodes ago about the uh, two different SpaghettiOs. You had Franco-American and you had uh, Chef Chef Boyardee. Yes. Wasn't there the same kind of dilemma with Raisin Bran? Wasn't there a Kellogg's and a Post Raisin Bran? Yes, there was. Um, I believe Kellogg's was the son, and Post was just the adult cereal. Yeah, Kellogg Kellogg's went the route of having the sunshine animated sunshine to, you know, bring in the kitties. And Post was well, you wanted fiber to keep you moving. Fiber. So, which one had the two scoops? Uh, two scoops of raisins are the reason Kellogg's raisin brand. So please, there you go. Yeah, there you go. sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't know that we ever came to a conclusion as to who would win that ultimate serial killer battle. I, I have, I have, I'm going with the bear. <laughs> Bears, I mean, they're terrifying. Yeah, you can't beat a bear. Yeah, I'm going with either surfboard on my hat. Yeah, and the sugar bear, surfing bear here. Yeah, the bear. Sugar bear. Or the crispy critters. I think it's a bear. I think it's a space bear. I'm gonna look space bear. I'm gonna look it up and see what they call it. That mascot. Here is my definitive answer. If it was hand to hand, just on brawn. Good. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle King. Oh my gosh. Kyle has an interesting uh, theory here. Toucan Sam. Everyone just follows his nose. Since they cannot seem to not, he could just lead them to their respective deaths. Plunging on a cliff while he flies off. 
that could that goes back to Brady's answer on the um the chicken question that time. Oh, was it something like yeah, kill an elephant with one chicken or five hundred chickens or something? Or would you rather I mean, your whole you? plan? What your plan was to uh, have one chicken run an elephant off the cliff or something like that, Brady? Yeah, I uh, forget what my answer was, but it was- breaking news: the crispy critter was actually Linus the Lionhearted. It was a lion, a lion, a space what? lion, just a lion. Well, it, it, it has antenna. antenna. It had, but the antenna looked more like giraffe antenna, like well, those giraffe, giraffe things. Not a lion. <laughs> it's Lions still not don't a lion. have those things. That's what it says, Crispy Critter's mascot, Linus the Lionhearted, was the first advertising character ever to appear as a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. What? Maybe that's not the. That's not the same. No, I don't think it is. It's a giraffe. Right. A giraffe. Uh, uh, all right, he might. <laughs> He might have been a lion at one point, and probably they were trying to get into the mid-70s Star Wars craze, so they made Linus the lion having antenna, and they sent him from space. It, it says here, the sweetened cereal made of oats consisted of animal-shaped pieces similar to animal crackers. Television commercials featured a cartoon lion, Linus the Lionhearted, voiced by Sheldon Leonard, with the slogan, <laughs> the one and only cereal that comes in the shape of animals, sung to the tune of Trepak from... Javatsky's the Nutcracker Ballet. I don't think it, we're talking about the same cereal here. Animal crackers in same my nice soup. Um, in rare but loop the loop. Um, my question go or my answer goes with if it was just a straight up predator, I'm going to take Tony the Tiger. But since we're using cunning and skill in training, I have to say the Captain Crunch and his military call down will beat all animal fierceness and leprechaun chicanery. So I'm going to go with the captain. Captain Crunch seems to be the overriding answer. All right, Brady, thank you very much for that uh, trip into serial universe. All right. I think... Uh, what's that? This year says Crispy Critter Cereal was originally released by Post in 1963. Never heard of it. I, I, I've never heard of it. And I watch my share of Saturday morning cartoons. I don't remember that at all. And seems like that would be prime real estate on TV for commercials. Yeah. When you sing that song, I don't remember that. Yeah, and, and there's the ubiquitous cereals we didn't even talk about, like donuts. Do, 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 donuts. They yes. were powdered donut cereal. That they were, they do, they were delicious. Oh, and they remember? tasted horrible. Well, I had them at your house. The commercial said they were delicious. Ah. The, the donuts they're delicious <laughs> right yeah all right topic three the serial universe thank you very much brady nice thank you brady Welcome. all right that uh, rounds out episode 33 of the play by your podcast we thank all of you for joining us once again on audio you can find us on anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast as well as spotify apple podcast google podcast iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app and most anywhere you find podcasts on video, we have a YouTube channel. Search Play It By Your Podcast. Subscribe to our channel. We're currently broadcasting to YouTube on a live basis. So if you want to see our back catalog on YouTube, you have to go to the videos tab. And that's where you find those. Social media on Facebook, uh, Play It By Your Podcast. Search that. On Twitter, we are broadcasting there as well through the Periscope app at Play It By Your Pod 2. And Instagram at Play By Your Podcast with underscores under all those words. 
Interact with us by email, play it by your podcast, 2020 at gmail.com. You can also leave a voice message by clicking the link at your podcast provider. Finally, if you'd like to support us financially to offset some of our costs, including our uh, great software here, uh, go to anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast backslash support. So with that, we bid you a fair adieu. And again, we are uh, broadcasting each Wednesday evening at seven. And uh, Tanya says, love the trivia game. Thanks for the laughs. Thanks for being here, Tanya. You have Thank become you. a loyal Tanya, earbud. You're you great. Great. Uh, she's a great secretary. That's for sure. She's outstanding at that job. So uh, thanks for being here as well as everyone else who chimed in. Justin, Kyle, Josh, um, had uh, several comments there from Joe about carp and such. Uh, thank <laughs> all of you for being this with us. like a seafood restaurant, carp and such. <laughs> carp and such, yes. No mud vein. So uh, join us. Uh, we're, we'll release this audio on Friday morning. We still have episode 32 out there on audio. If you want to listen to that, you can go to Anchor and find that, as well as uh, any of the other providers that we mentioned. And uh, we'll have episode 33 out. We'll record that on Wednesday of next week at 7. So join us then. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again. And join us next time as we play it by ear.